Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Go Forth. Hallelujah. Oh, okay, Drew, just gonna cut me off like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> What's, oh, okay, sorry, I'll right. let you finish saying what your name is. Yeah, I'm Crab. So, <laughs> what's up, guys? I'm your co-host, and and my my name is also Crab. I mean, it's Jude. Sorry. Okay, you gotta stop doing that. And I'm, okay, if you stop doing that, I'll stop randomly the singing. Uh, okay, sounds good. You have yourself. Right, that's only Crab. That's only fair. Alright, so, it's a, it's a big day. Well, actually, we're two days late, but two days ago was a big day. <laughs> yeah, we're really sorry this is late, but um, we You're just sorry. both have such prominent lives that mm. we just have things. Like, I drove five hours yesterday. What did you do, Jude? Yesterday? Yeah. Uh, yesterday, I flew back home from Connecticut. Well, home. I flew back to Atlanta from Connecticut. Um, and so that was pretty sick. So yesterday was just a big day of travel. Well, guys, we're here. The Lord is risen. We're just going to pretend it's Easter today because that'll be, that'll be cool. Because yeah. that was the day we were supposed to do this. Happy Easter. I don't even think I called you on Easter. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't cry. No, and it's I didn't good. expect you to call me. You know, I texted you first, and I don't yeah. even know if you responded. Sorry, I just don't remember any of that happening. Yeah, it's, okay. it's not you though. Well, anyways, Definitely. how was your Easter, Jude? My Easter, it was really awesome. So I, um, I myself and one of the priests from the community I live in, we took a group of high school guys up to do Holy Week missions in New York City, um, which was amazing. But we spent Saturday evening, the vigil, and Sunday um, in Connecticut at the seminary in Cheshire. Um, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, one second, Crab. Okay. Um, sorry. But that was wow. really you just bailed on me like that. Yeah, no, nah, I had to plug something in <laughs> really quick. But um, but yeah, it was super sweet. I actually spent Easter Day with my brother who lives in Connecticut um, and his in-laws, so that was really special. Oh wow! But, yeah, oh. definitely. I have a lot more to say about Holy Week missions and about Easter. But um, how was your Easter, bro? What'd you do? Man, my Easter was like probably the most relaxed Easter I've ever had. Like it wasn't, I wasn't like stressed about going places. I woke up at Johnny Dorito's house, actually Easter morning, Mm. (laughs) me and uh, all the missionaries slept at his house. And then um, I drove home and I walked in while my family was eating Easter brunch. And I like, I didn't, I hadn't showered or anything. I just looked like a wreck and they were all like dressed up nice and everything because I had went to the Easter vigil. So I didn't, 
I didn't go to mass with them Sunday morning. So I just like walked in and they were like, oh, look at me. And my hair was a mess and everything. And I was like, happy Easter. <laughs> so, wow. but yeah, we just had brunch and then it was just a relaxed day. The rest of the- it was nice. It's, you know, it's actually kind of interesting. Like your family went to mass and then it like turned into like a family day or something like that. But it's kind of crazy how Easter, like Easter is about the resurrection, but it's kind of become just like a super popular, just like family holiday where families just like get together. Kind of like Christmas, but not, you know what I mean? Like Christmas has this. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. What? That that Hillary Clinton thing that she put on Twitter. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the really, whole Easter okay. worshiper. Hillary. Oh my gosh, that was Hillary Clinton. I heard about that. Yeah, I didn't know it was Hillary Clinton. Yes, yeah, she started that. Oh my gosh, Easter. Yeah, you want to know why I saw that? Because me and Jude have a Twitter now for the podcasts, <laughs> which you haven't looked at yet. Go, go underscore fourth. Yeah, do that. We promise that we're going to retweet all of Hillary Clinton's funny tweets. No, we're not. (laughs) You know, actually, hold up. I have something to say because this is kind of funny. Uh, Father Juan was saying that uh, he was celebrating Mass. Well, actually, he was a brother at the time, but he was with a priest um, in Jacksonville, Florida. And the priest opened it up for, like, open, like... uh, prayers of the faithful like like allowed anybody in the church to like say a prayer of the faithful and one guy goes want to pray for barack obama and that everybody might realize he's a communist (laughs) (laughs) oh man that that went south quickly (laughs) it's like all right dude uh we pray to the lord Lord, hear our prayer. Oh my gosh, that is not that is not good. I wonder if they actually did it. Uh, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, half the people can't even hear you when you say stuff. So, like, oh yeah, we pray to the Lord. What if you say somebody's mom? <laughs> oh, he wants to pray for the president. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, shoot. All right. Well, cool. I'm, uh, I'm glad we both got to have good Easters. Um, yes. By the way, I don't know if y'all can tell, but we really tried to bump up this audio quality. Got mics and everything. So it's official now. It's basically official. This podcast is no longer a small thing. It's like a big thing. Yeah. Now we just need like sponsorships and we're, basically a real company yeah okay that's not true i'm really thinking that the that we've said hillary clinton's name enough like her campaign might sponsor us oh good yeah actually barack obama wow we've mentioned two democratic campaigners already we're we're literally the most open people i know yeah you know what people should Uh hire us like give talks I'm in. Cool. That, that's the dream. That's the dream. One day we're going to do it, Crab. One day we're going to start a YouTube channel. That, that is the next big step. 
Man, that's a big step, though. Anyway, okay, let's, okay. Oh, yeah, let's get into it. Oh, jeez. Wait, 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 crap. What? Before we get into that, we have to answer the question that Lucy asked you last week about The Last Supper. What was that? Oh, like you don't remember. Um, I don't recall. Where she was like, was The Last Supper, um, like, it's the Eucharist. We say that's the institution of the Eucharist, but is it Jesus' body, blood, soul, and divinity? And I asked Father John that. And I was saying, you have the answer? Well, he said, like, yes, it is. And I was like, okay, well, why? Um, And we, I mean, we talked about it for a while. I would not do it justice if I tried to re say what he said. Um, But basically, he said, because my question was more of like, wouldn't wouldn't it be like he would have to complete his mission in some sense to like whatever? Like it was kind of confusing how it would be that without him completing his mission. Like I guess that's where um, my question was coming from, just because I was trying to understand better. And um, he said like, well, think about it in the mass, like when the priest like when the priest consecrates the bread and wine and it becomes the body and blood of christ like that's not the end of mass that doesn't like signify mass being over um like it happens kind of like without the mass being complete and uh with intentions of finishing the mass right and so he's saying like that's kind of how it was at the last supper like he he instituted the eucharist and it was his body blood soul and divinity even though his mission was not yet complete um so, yes, it is his body, blood, and soul, and the divinity. So I just wanted to clear that up for anybody who might have had that question, because, yeah. I had that question. So thanks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I'm here for you, all right? Never forget that. It's glad to hear that you're finally here for me. Yeah, hey. All right, let's do it, bro. Let's do it. Hey. 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 Okay, well... I think we should talk about Holy Week missions because that is such a huge deal. And, huge. and I don't think anybody even, well, a lot of our listeners are Regnum Christi and ECYD, but mm. whoever isn't had no idea what I even just said. Like, what is ECYD? What is Regnum Christi? But we'll just talk about Holy Week missions. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, okay. But. Good. Holy Week missions are this um, cool little thing put on by the organization that me and Jude um, did our, our mission year with. Um, that's a whole other conversation about that uh, organization. <laughs> but um, basically, you spend Holy Week um, doing mission work in big cities. So Jude went to New York to do his. I was in New Orleans for mine. They have them in Atlanta, Houston, all all over the United States. It's super cool. Actually, it's all over the world. They're in Mexico. Um, so it's super cool. But I think it starts Wednesday. I don't know. When did y'all start? Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Or Thursday? Night. Yeah. Wednesday so you start night. you start Wednesday night with your group and you actually sleep um, at like a parish um, so that you're at maximum efficiency. Just waiting on you in the morning. Um, so yeah, they have all sorts of different kinds of missions as well. They they do family missions where whole families come in. So they have like different subsections, right? They have high school. Um, so yeah, boys, high school boys, 
high school girls. Okay, crab. And sometimes all the what? I just like you're explaining it well, but maybe you should tell us oh. like why is it important for like high school and college age people to like go on like why is it important for us to spend Holy Week in this manner? Okay, Jude. I was just explaining what it was. I was gonna get into that, man. Yeah, I know. But it was like, like we want to get to like, yeah. Why? Like, why do it? The juice. Yeah, it's the it's ju- not a it's juice. not about how does it say? Like, it's the difference between the juice and the sauce, man. Dude, I love that. <laughs> Like you telling us, you, you, t- you telling us about <laughs> about Holy Week missions is like the juice, but you telling us about why we should do Holy Week missions is like the sauce, man. Okay, fine. Well, but you, you were doing a great that's why job. I think we should do. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Hey, I'm here for you. You were like really breaking it down for us, though. <laughs> well, would you like to explain why? Because it seems like you really want to, since you cut. Me off. <laughs> but if not, no, I'll do I was trying. To, I was trying to cut you off. Did you hear yourself? You're like high school <laughs> yeah. boys. Well, high school boys and girls, actually. Like, well, actually, we don't well, really like, discriminate on what waste... you identify as. <laughs> <laughs> now we waste another minute just arguing about it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> hey. How about um, you how about you enlighten us? Why Sage? <laughs> um I guess what I was thinking was like leading like seeing that our faith is bigger than ourselves, right? It's it's personal, but it's not private. Um and being able to go out and serve, whether it be like serving the the homeless and New Orleans are serving the um, millennials and New York City, whatever it might be, being able to um, bring your faith out to them and being able to live an authentically Catholic life. Um, but also realizing that it's not, it's not like when, when people go on like mission trips or when people go on like these big like um, youth conferences, it can become something where it's like, oh my gosh, like, it's this place where I experience Christ. Like, it's only at missions that, like, I feel like I'm close to God. Or I feel like it's um, only at whatever, Steubenville, that I'm close to God. Like, um, but realizing that that's, that's an experience of Christ. And we can experience Christ in, like, the quiet of our room. We can experience Christ, uh, I don't know, at Kmart. <laughs> well, I guess not anymore. They went bankrupt or something that sucks yeah, but can't <laughs> yeah me either all right besides the point yeah but that's just i don't know that's kind of what i was like because it was crazy like i was i was there with like 60 high school kids and it's it's super in some sense it's like radical for high school kids to be doing something so different and it's awesome right because there's a lot of people who are like I don't know, spending time just maybe not doing pointless stuff, but yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know how to say that without making it sound like a direct attack. No, I think <laughs> I think you're right. Not pointless, but just like they could be doing something way better with their time. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. I guess that's okay. kind of well, cool. Like I really thoughts, thoughts I had on it. Like, yeah. It's an experience of Christ that you seek. It's not just like like it's only at missions that I experience Christ, but um, but rather like that experience of him is something that you, you, you like, you have that, but you can also have that anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you have any, any follow-up thoughts on that? Do you have any, I don't know. Mm. If I had to say anything, I mean, what you said is super awesome about, I mean, you think about it, right? Like a lot of these events that young Catholics get are kind of geared towards like, okay, what am I going to get out of this? You know, mm-hmm. but it's really cool because these Holy Week missions are all about giving. They're all about going out and spreading the word of God, right? So there's feeding the homeless. There's um, like working in working in food like food banks and stuff. I mean, I don't know what y'all did in New York, but in New Orleans, it's it's a little different from wherever you go. Yeah. But it's all these it's all these things where you're giving of yourself for or in the name of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. In the name of His passion and resurrection. So it's super cool because while you're doing these things, you are it's like it's like a double whammy. You're doing corporal works of mercy while spreading God's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. I actually had a really uh, crazy experience. This is what I was telling you about um, yesterday, but I didn't tell you the complete story. Um, <clears throat> but so on Good Friday, we did this thing in New York where we did a um, a crosswalk all the way from from like um, City Park, Central Park. What's it called? Central Park. <laughs> um, yeah. All the way down like Broadway down Broadway through Times Square, like, into Soho. Um, and so we we had been walking for, like, four hours, like, getting prayer intentions from people, and, like, a lot of crazy stuff happened. But we got to this one point where we I, – I thought we were done, and, like, we were gathering in the group because we were done. But, um, but our group leader, she pulled us all together, and she said, like, hey, we have to pray for this person. And, and so we were kind of, like, there, like – like okay so i was still really confused not i mean not like acting confused just kind of like all right let's pray for this person so we said like a hail mary and a little spontaneous prayer and then um i looked up and i realized we're at planned parenthood and i was like whoa this is kind of crazy like i i like i watched unplanned a couple weeks ago and um obviously i've learned a lot about like um abortion and stuff and what Planned Parenthood's doing, but I've never been outside of one, so it was really crazy. Anyway, <laughs> I could spend hours talking about how weird that moment was for me, but um, it ended up that there was a lady across the street, like right outside the uh, like doors of Planned Parenthood. She was by herself, and she was like a Catholic woman, like just trying to hand out like pamphlets to ladies who were like going into having an abortion, just kind of like um, giving them better options right so she was there and she said like a girl just went in to have an abortion 
and she's like five months pregnant and she knows she's having a boy, this, that, and the third. So that's the girl that we were praying for. She had just walked in. And then, um, so we prayed for her and I was just kind of like sitting there taking in the whole scene. And not two minutes later, a girl, a girl, I didn't know who it was at the time. It was the girl that we prayed for. She came out and she was crying. And in my head, I was, in my head, I was like, man, this girl just had an abortion. Like, this is crazy. Like she instantly regretted it. Like that's what I was thinking in my head. And then a guy walked out after her who I assumed was like her boyfriend or something. And he just looked like super fed up. Like he, he just looked like super aggravated. And this girl who was crying, um, started talking to, uh, this Catholic lady who was outside trying to give like better alternatives and, and, uh, whatever. And the boyfriend just like walked away. So I saw them like talking. So it, it was insane. Okay. So the boyfriend started walking back and he started saying something like, you're so stupid. Like, uh, you, you know, you're not ready to have another kid. Uh, I don't know why you're like doing this, this, that, and the other. So he kept walking, walking closer to them. And I was standing immediately on the other side of the street and he was walking towards them. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go put myself in between him and them and just like make sure oh, there's please no, please tell me, please don't <laughs> <block> this dude. <laughs> so, so I walk over there. And, and two other guys were um, following me and we kind of like, just like put ourselves like in the situation and he, he didn't really like say anything after, um, not like saying like we shut him up, but I think he was just kind of like, already (laughs) he was already kind of like walking away. So, uh, and I walked up to the, the girl and she started telling me like, yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm five months pregnant. I'm having a boy. I've always wanted a boy. Um, and, and she said like, the only reason I was going to have an abortion is because like, I think she said like this morning or yesterday morning, my boyfriend punched me in the face and like, I can't be like, I can't like, I can't be connected. Like I can't have like any reason to like stay with him. And that's why she was going to have an abortion. And I, and I didn't, I did not know what to say. I was like freaking out. I was like, you're making the right decision. Like you're making the right decision. Like, don't like, don't worry. Like you're making the right decision. Like to keep the baby. And then, and then one of the high school kids with me, he started saying like some really like beautiful things to her. And then, uh, yeah, it was just all so insane. And, and she kept, she, she kept saying like, I can't believe I was about to do something so stupid. Like, I can't believe I was about to do that. She said she was, about to sign the papers to get the abortion and then she uh she like couldn't do it like she just started crying and like she like put the pen down and that's when she walked out and she saw us and then like it was so like god's timing the whole situation was just like amazing but yeah so i left out some small details but bro it was so crazy and it's so sad because like that's what they call like a woman's right to like choose you know because she probably went in there like telling Planned Parenthood people like I don't I don't really want to have an abortion and this that and the other just like she was telling us but they were I don't know I could only imagine what they were saying and then the boyfriend or whatever this dude was obviously like not ah, anyway um like his his type of support right like 
he kept saying like you're so stupid like you can't have another kid like you can't even take care of the kid you have right now like i don't know yeah. you know what sucks yeah it's about that i mean it's like i think a big problem in a lot of these situations is that the guys are just so selfish that yeah. they they are the reason that these women are getting abortions a lot of the time which sucks right Man up, dude. Accept your mistake. Accept your responsibility. And raise this kid. Don't be punching your freaking girlfriend. I would have fought that dude if I was there. Well, that's... Like, I don't know why. I didn't immediately assume that that was the guy who punched her. Like, I don't know. Like, I just heard him saying, like, stuff that didn't sound encouraging. So that's like I walked over there. But... It, I mean, that probably was the dude. I don't know. But I didn't instantly assume that. I was just kind of, like, I was really in shock. Like, I was like, what the heck is going on right now? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's just like a, that was, I mean, like a miracle that God allowed me to see. And that was something, I mean, something so beautiful. Like, his timing in the whole situation was just amazing. Um so yeah, bro, that was crazy. Wow. That is insane. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Missions went a lot differently in New Orleans. It was all very chill. Nothing crazy happened. Um you, I think you, did, you didn't even get flicked off. No, dude. Actually, <laughs> people in New Orleans really surprised me. They were all so nice. Like I think my highlight was homeless missions. We went there's a, a big homeless community in New Orleans, and they live under a lot of the bridges that are there. Um, so we made a bunch of meals, like little bagged lunches, and um, at night we went out and we started handing them out. But the thing about homeless missions is, I mean, I'm sure you all know this, um, it's not just about giving them the food, but it's about having a conversation with them because um, more more than the food, they would rather have a genuine conversation with another human being. Like, I don't, you, you see what I'm saying, Jude? Like, I know you've done a lot of homeless missions. Like, yeah, no, for sure. It's it's more about the conversation that you have than about the food. So we had some really really cool conversations with some of these guys, listening to their stories, how they got out there, and um, a lot of like a lot of praying for them. Um, even if they weren't religious or whatever, we'd ask to to pray with them. And you, I mean. None of them declined it. They were all like, "Yeah, sure." Like, they were all really nice. Um, yeah. So it was it was just beautiful, you know. Corporal works of mercy are, are the bomb diggity. Bomb diggity. No, I definitely agree, and I like what you said yeah. about like it's about more than the sandwich, right? Like, um, these people, these people want to know that like they have dignity, because it's probably. It's not probably like it's super difficult to be living on the street. It's super. And these people not, you know, sometimes we get the impression like, oh, these people like chose this. Like these people are like drug addicts and alcoholics, which sometimes it's the case, um, which is not a reason to not love them. But a lot of these people just they got they got dealt a bad hand. You know, it's just circumstantial like things happen and they ended up living on the streets and they're actually like super good people and they have the same amount of dignity as everyone you know you know and and to just go to them and 
and to hear them out and to listen to their story and to pray with them, to let them know how much God loves them and how much you love them. And, um, in those things, I feel like, I feel like we've kind of lost that, um, in the world. Like we lose sight so easily of, um, loving our neighbor, you know? Um, and it's, it's definitely an extreme way for us people, us, us people, us on missions, us missionaries, um, to go out and like love the homeless, love those people who like they, they, they have nothing to really like, and in some sense they have nothing to offer us. Right. But in other sense, they have everything to offer us with their joy. You know, the fact that they have nothing and yet they're still smiling. They're still like, and, and some, in some situations, like they're preaching to you, like they're being Christ for you and it, they're, yeah. they're opening your eyes to what's happening. And, uh, yeah, it's super beautiful. Super beautiful. Yeah. So I, I have to say homeless missions is probably my favorite out of, out of all of the different missions. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's so awesome. Um, so yeah, that was my highlight was, what was your highlight for Holy Week mission? Was it the abortion story or was it something else yeah i mean um probably yeah probably that was like my um my main like instance like in in the moment highlight um but another highlight from just holy week was kind of like i've been talking about um seeing these high school kids like out and serving because it's so it's so different um from what other high school kids are doing and to to be able to see young catholics like taking steps in their faith is always super encouraging um because it's like they're in it together and you spend three days together and it's like you formed such strong relationships that um and it's really beautiful to see the community aspect, everybody working together, everybody praying together. Um, and it, it gives you a glimpse of reality. It shows you how like we're supposed to treat each other. Um, and it's amazing to hear like the clarity that they have at the end of the missions. Like, man, like I, I was not expecting to have this good of a time or I was not expecting to experience Christ like in this person or in this way. Um, and it, it just goes to show like all the things that the world tells us are going to like make us happy and bring us joy. Like, like it's not, like it's not true. Oh, in yeah. Cases, right. I mean, it's, <laughs> I don't want to sound like one of those like radical Catholics. That's like, you will not experience joy in anything you know what i mean but (laughs) it's like there's there's true joy there's true happiness and and serving and serving others and putting yourself second and uh awesome well it sounds like missions were a big blast for all of us yeah now you know what else i want to talk about what's that crab the liturgies of holy week oh man Dude, I don't know about you, but every time I go to an Easter vigil mass, it is like the craziest thing. Like something crazy always happens. It's just <laughs> such like, <laughs> I mean, 
It's it's usually it's at least two hours long, so something is bound to happen. <laughs> that is either hilarious or just insane. Well, what well, what happened? <laughs> actually where you were, where you were, that probably didn't happen. But I mean, it was just like a whole plethora of things during the mass. Like I remember, like I was sitting together with a bunch of missionaries, and we were just at a regular parish. Um, so we were with the parishioners of that parish, and we were just like responding to the mass normally, like like you normally would. And this lady turns around and she just, just like has this look of shock on her face. And she's like, wow, you guys are responding. And that just, just kind of like hit me. Like this lady is shocked that we know the responses to mass. So what does that go to show like <laughs> for the church? You know? Really yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so sad. Like people, I was just listening to a talk um, from Father Mike Schmitz. I don't know if you listen to it yet? It's from his Sikh Sikh talk, and he's talking about the mass and participating in the mass. And um, he's like, "We don't go to mass to just watch. Like that's what that's what we we're like trained to do since we were kids. Like we go, and our parents are like, all right, just shut up, just like shut up and watch. <laughs> but it's 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 not about watching. It's about participating. We are we are part of the sacrifice of the mass, you know. But that's that's a whole another topic. But it's just crazy how, like, she was shocked that we knew the responses. She's like, "Wow, young people that know the responses to mass." So. And, and then, and then she went on to say that all of the. Did she ask if y'all were seminarians? No, no. This was like in the middle of mass. This isn't at the end or anything. Oh my god! So, <laughs> yeah, and then I think the other crazy part was like. <laughs> The priest, the priest that was celebrating mass for us, he was like, you could just tell he was super nervous. Like, who wouldn't be though? It's such a big, big responsibility. And Get the cold uh, sweats, <laughs> dude. The con, the consecration was absolutely insane. Like, <laughs> you know, he he went to raise raise the host, mm-hmm. and it was like a slam dunk. Like, you know, we're used to the legionary priests who hold, who like. Then rate the host for like hold it up for like five minutes. Well, this guy he was like it was a slam dunk. I'm serious. He went up and straight down. It was intense. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is such a funny image. (laughs) Thinking of him, just like like, the guy trying to ring the bells. (laughs) The guy trying to ring the bells, like you're supposed to ring the bells three times. Well. The host was already down halfway through the first ring, so you could he'd like finish the first one. He'd like hurry up and do the other two. <laughs> Come on, man, think... slow down. <laughs> father, father. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. Wow, that sounds like quite. <laughs> but it was it was beautiful. We had uh, two people got baptized, and I think three got confirmed. Uh, which was cool. That's that's I'm not actually second. That's that's one of the coolest parts of the Easter Vigil is seeing how many people join the church. I heard, I heard that like in the United States alone this year, like thirty-seven thousand people joined the church on mm-hmm. Easter Vigil. Wow, that's insane. Actually, that's super awesome. Yeah, that like, gave me so much hope they, when I heard that. Let's hope they live it out, right? Actually. No, uh, Convert, they converts live it out better than most. Yeah, converts are the best, man. Yeah, 
Like, Better. I don't know. I don't know. I, nice. That could be a whole situation, but I, okay, yeah, I'm going to refrain from, <laughs> we're talking about the liturgies. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I spent my uh, Easter vigil in the seminary, like I said, and that was beautiful. Um, just all of the brothers singing, and they had the general director, um, who is the, like, superior of the uh, religious order. He was there. He he lives in Rome, but he was in Connecticut visiting seminary for Easter. So um, he celebrated the mass, which was beautiful. And it was just, it was awesome. Incense, beautiful singing, Latin. It was like, oh yeah, I was in, I was in my element for sure. Um, but it, <clears throat> It just showed the beauty. To me, it showed the beauty of the resurrection um, and just kind of like the, the majesty of it all. So, yeah, it was, uh, wow, it, was, it was after like a long, definitely a long day because like Friday night, um, we stayed out until like one thirty in the morning, like doing homeless missions. And then we didn't get much sleep and then we drove to Connecticut and yeah it was quite the situation but um oh man <laughs> but I mean it was it was beautiful it was awesome and uh and hallelujah I don't know I finally don't have to like uh, beat myself up when I say hallelujah now <laughs> dang it sing that song like, bro artist Lenten. dude did you uh you finished Exodus 90 right I did yes and take warm showers. Okay, everybody, everybody, Exodus 90 is over, and it was intense. And honestly, I took a warm shower Easter morning, and it didn't even feel right. Yeah, it almost doesn't even feel good. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It was uncomfortable. Yeah, you realize, like, you get out like, of like, was sweating. Yeah. <laughs> it honestly kind of sucked. Anyway, cold showers are the way to go. Don't be pagan. Take yeah. old showers. Yeah. For sure. And I ate buku candy. <laughs> it happened. Hashtag shred it. Shred it. Shout out. Shred it, bro. Yeah, uh, shout out. <clears throat> yeah. So, that's good. Um, well, I have cool. No I clue think we could time we're we're wrap it up here. <laughs> I think we're at like 40 minutes. Boom. Okay, well, um, maybe just a last little, like, motivation for all those people who just finished, well, all those people, everyone, <laughs> everyone who just finished Lent, um, like, remembering those those Lenten penances that you put yourself through, um, whatever, how difficult it may have been, but let's remember to make the rest of the year, like, just as good as we tried to make Lent and Holy Week. Um, and all those people were on missions, like remember that it's an experience of Christ and not just an experience of missions and that we have to bring that back out into the world. Um, if you ever need motivation or like, if you ever have questions, hit crab and I up on our Twitter, you could definitely do that. Um, they'll definitely be ready to respond, reach out, whatever, sing you a song. Crab will do that for you. Um, but 
yeah, let's just make let's make this Easter season going into ordinary time. Awesome. Actually, yeah. Hold on a second. I want to say something on that. There's this guy, this Baptist guy, in my dorm, and he was like, "I just don't understand, like, why the whole point of Lent." He's like, "You'll give it up for forty days, and then right after, you go back to doing it." It's like, what's the point of that? So I think that's another good thing to think about. Like, maybe, maybe you gave up something for Lent, um, and it was difficult. Maybe don't go back to to how you were living before, you know, try to incorporate some of those things that you learned during Lent, like some of those sacrifices, try to incorporate that into your life moving forward. Don't just make it confined to Lent, make sacrifice a part of your everyday life. Boom. Boom. Well, you want to send us off Judas? Let's get it. Um, All right. Happy Easter, everyone. Hallelujah. And, Go forth. The podcast is ended. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs>